In the fall of 2019, Julian Mekonetsin Rangel Sosa had been preparing for weeks for the biggest event in his hometown of Acolman. Every year, the town near Mexico City hosts a piñata festival, or feria. Julian had been working long, 13-hour days as he crafted and prepared dozens of piñatas by hand. He was exhausted, but feeling calm and ready for the day ahead. Recuerdo la noche de la feria en el 2019. Yo llegué temprano con piñatas para vender y con los materiales para enseñar cómo hacerlas. In Acolman, artisans like Julián have been making piñatas for over 400 years. The brightly decorated papier-mâché containers are filled with fruit, sweets, or decorations. At parties, the piñata is hung from a rope while people take turns trying to break it open with a stick and get the treats inside. The town's annual festival celebrates the whole custom, and this year, Julián played a central role. Casi 2,000 personas y 30 vendedores estaban en la feria. Había muchas piñatas y se veían muchos colores. Yo conocía a todas las personas que estaban vendiendo piñatas ahí. Y algunas eran mis exalumnas. Estar ahí fue muy agradable para mí. Bienvenidos and welcome to a special season of the Duolingo Spanish podcast. I'm Martina Castro. This season, we're exploring customs, or costumbres, from the Spanish-speaking world to help you improve your Spanish listening and to learn more about daily life in other cultures. The storyteller will be using intermediate Spanish, and I'll be chiming in for context in English. If you miss something, you can always skip back and listen again. We also offer full transcripts at podcast.duolingo.com. Today, we're heading to Mexico to learn more about the custom of piñatas. And please note that Julian's story is being presented by a voice actor. Piñatas have always been a part of Julian's life. Growing up in Mexico, he would celebrate birthday parties, Christmas, and other holidays with this festive decoration. A veces rompo piñatas en Año Nuevo o en Navidad. Me gusta romper piñatas porque me pone feliz. Y las piñatas son para eso, para romperlas y divertirse. At celebrations, guests would take turns trying to break open or romper the piñatas and claim the prize inside, all while blindfolded. Meanwhile, the rest of the partygoers would sing a song to mark the turns. Later on, piñatas became much more important to Julian. In 2008, when he was 12 years old, Julian and his friends heard about a piñata-making competition. If they managed to win the contest, they could get a cash prize, which was exciting. There was just one problem, though. Julian knew nothing about making piñatas. Pero eso no me preocupó mucho. Mis amigos y yo decidimos hacer una piñata tradicional. En forma de estrella. Those traditional piñatas have a round center with five or seven cones attached, making the shape of a star. To get started, Julian and his friends approached a local businessman who made piñatas. He said he could help them with the star's basic structure. 
Mis amigos y yo compramos la estructura de la piñata. El señor pegó los conos porque nosotros no sabíamos cómo hacerlo. Fue muy barato. Solo nos costó dos litros de Coca-Cola. Next, they had to figure out how to decorate, or decorar, the figure. Usually, these traditional piñatas have ribbons and shiny paper, but Julián and his friends did something different. Nuestra idea fue decorarla con cosas naturales, así que usamos plantas, semillas y hojas de maíz. No recuerdo cuánto dinero ganamos, pero ganamos un premio. Their creativity paid off. They won the competition. And soon, the businessman who helped them get started made Julián an offer, just when he was looking for a way to fill his spare time. Yo tenía mucho tiempo libre. El dueño del negocio de piñatas nos dijo, si quieren vengan y les enseño a hacer piñatas. Luego nos ofreció un trabajo y nos pagaba cinco o seis pesos por decorar las piñatas más pequeñas. That's how Julián learned the craft of making piñatas at one of the more renowned shops in Acolman. He first learned how to make the classic star-shaped piñata and earned around a dollar for every four figures he made. Yo trabajaba ahí después de la escuela, de 4 de la tarde a 8 de la noche. El señor nos pagaba poco, pero para un niño era mucho. One of Julian's tasks was to make the center of those star-shaped piñatas. He would get a balloon, put the paper mache around it, and attach the cones to make the star. Finally, he decorated the piñatas with the brightest colored tissue paper he could find. Me gusta mucho el rojo, el rosa, el azul, el amarillo y el verde. Siempre elijo los colores más bonitos y brillantes. Para mí, crear algo es importante, porque es una forma de relajar el cerebro. The shop's busiest time of year was during the Christmas season in Mexico, or Las Posadas, which means inns in English. In Christianity, Las Posadas represents the time when Mary and Joseph searched for a place to stay before the birth of Jesus. Back when Julian's mom was growing up, people traditionally opened their homes to neighbors during Las Posadas, who dropped in to eat, drink, and break open piñatas. Mi mamá tiene recuerdos muy lindos del tiempo de las posadas. Ella iba de casa en casa a ver las piñatas que las personas habían hecho. Y si tenía suerte, a lo mejor le podía pegar a una piñata. Desafortunadamente, esa tradición se ha perdido un poco. Y ahora es más normal tener fiestas privadas. Back then, homes would often have traditional star-shaped piñatas with seven points, which represented the seven deadly sins, or pecados, from the Christian tradition. The bright colors symbolized vanity and temptation, and the person with the stick was supposed to represent faith. La piñata representa la tentación del pecado. Entonces, cuando le pegas a una piñata e intentas romperla, Estás golpeando el mal. Y los dulces son el premio por destruir el mal. 
Today, that spiritual lesson isn't as important for most people as the sheer fun of breaking open piñatas at parties. As Julian became more involved in piñata making, he also became more interested in the custom's history. He learned that piñatas haven't always been about Christian beliefs. They've long been entwined with indigenous Mexican traditions, roots that Julian is fiercely proud of. Actualmente, las piñatas son una mezcla de la cultura china y la mexicana. Se dice que el explorador Marco Polo descubrió las piñatas en China y les llevó la idea a los padres agustinos. Después, ellos trajeron la idea a México. The Christian friars used the paper mache decorations to teach their faith, but they also incorporated indigenous customs. The Aztecs had their own version of the piñata that goes back to the 15th century. Yo busqué la historia de la piñata en Internet para entender mejor su origen. Una vez leí una tesis universitaria que describía la importación de las piñatas. Y ahí hablaban de la historia azteca. Julian read that the Aztecs marked the birthday of their god of war in the final days of December by smashing clay pots, or ollas de barro, decorated with ribbons and feathers and filled with small treasures. The contents that spilled out were seen as an offering to the gods. Los Aztecas tenían varias cosas en sus ollas de barro, como frutas, semillas y otras cosas de valor espiritual. La piñata era una mezcla de muchas ideas. As Julian became more fascinated with piñatas and their history, he honed his skills, working at the shop in Acolman after school. He wanted to keep going as an artisan. And as luck would have it, the Mexican government wanted him to keep making piñatas, too. He got a spot in a government program for young entrepreneurs. En 2015, cuando yo tenía 20 años, el gobierno me ofreció un curso de negocios. Estudié en línea durante un año y después recibí una ayuda financiera. Me sentí muy feliz y emocionado porque recibí dinero suficiente para empezar mi negocio. Julian was thrilled. He now could open up his own piñata business. Even with the financial support, he hunted high and low for the best priced supplies. Usamos el dinero para comprar todo el material. Mesas, sillas, tijeras, papel y otras cosas. Siempre compramos papel nacional de segunda mano porque es más barato, pero muy bonito. But competition in Acolman was tough. Known as the birthplace of piñatas in Mexico, there were some families that had crafted them for generations. And Julián was technically a newcomer. Yo sabía que empezar mi negocio no iba a ser fácil, pero quería intentarlo. In 2015, seven years after Julian first learned how to make piñatas, he launched his own business. It quickly became a family enterprise with Julian, his mom, and his dad. Así que, en el año 2015, mi familia y yo Decidimos abrir nuestro negocio y llamarlo Pomposa. Nuestra actividad principal es hacer piñatas artesanales de 5 o 7 conos. 
Their house was filled with piñatas at various stages of production. Julian and his mom made the papier-mâché containers, decorated them, and sold them. Julian was so excited that he celebrated their business with a tattoo. En realidad, yo no pensaba hacerme un tatuaje. Solo acompañé a un amigo a tatuarse. Pero después, decidí que yo también quería uno. Elegí el logotipo de mi negocio que yo diseñé. Mi mamá lo vio en Facebook y se enojó mucho. The second part of the business came from his mom's idea. Instead of just selling piñatas, what if they taught the craft to children in workshops? At the time, there were no piñata shops offering classes to kids in Acolman. Además de hacer piñatas, también damos clases en escuelas y ferias. Les enseñamos a los niños la historia de las piñatas y a decorarlas. That's because Julian and his mom didn't just think of the workshops as part of their fledgling business. They thought it was important to preserve the piñata tradition, passing it down to future generations who could make their own techniques and styles. The only issue was Julian was anxious about leading classes. Still, he gave it a try. Their first class was at a nearby fair. No hacíamos piñatas grandes, solo pequeñas. Yo llevé 20 o 30 piñatas para enseñarles a los niños a decorarlas. En noviembre de ese mismo año, fuimos a otro festival para el Día de Muertos. Y ahí vendimos más o menos 100 piñatas. Las clases fueron un éxito. The workshops for children at the local fair were so successful that Julian and his mom approached the local school, where his sister was a teacher. Recuerdo la primera vez que fuimos a una escuela. Yo estaba nervioso porque no tenía experiencia dando clases en una escuela. Al principio, no quería hablar, pero poco a poco, con la práctica, comencé a hacerlo. Las clases son una buena manera de ganar dinero, pero además de eso, son divertidas. For the classes, Julian and his mom would take undecorated, small, five-star piñatas for children to decorate. They were the perfect size for kids, only about seven inches big. Julian would set out the glue, colored tissue paper, and other materials. Les enseñamos a trabajar con papel, les hablamos de la historia de las piñatas y les damos un crucigrama. El objetivo era hacer actividades divertidas y educativas para ellos y compartir nuestras tradiciones. The crossword puzzle, or crucigrama, was a game for the kids to learn about the history of the piñata. Afterwards, the children were free to decorate with paste, glitter, confetti, and more. Julian and his mom often welcomed parents who couldn't pay for all their children. They cared more about sharing the custom of piñatas than earning money. Nosotros les regalamos las piñatas a los niños con pocos recursos. En una feria, una niña me dijo, Me gustaría decorar la piñata, pero mi mamá no la puede pagar. Entonces, yo le respondí, No hay problema, la puedes hacer sin pagar. Todos los niños deben tener la posibilidad de aprender. Creo que eso es importante. Entonces, ella hizo su piñata. Y después, 
llegaron muchos otros niños. By 2019, Julián's piñata business and workshops were thriving. That year, he made 7,000 piñatas, taught in 22 schools, and reached hundreds of children. Julián got a lot of satisfaction when he saw his students create their own designs. Por ejemplo, una de mis exalumnas cortó una parte de la piñata de manera diferente y se veía muy bonita. Otras chicas también cambiaron la forma de los conos. Para mí, no es importante si cambian el diseño, porque igual se puede ver bien. Al final, todas las personas tienen su estilo. Julián felt proud, or orgulloso, to see children make the craft their own, and even more so when some of his students went on to sell their own creations. Me siento muy orgulloso. Ellos trabajan muy duro para vender sus piñatas y vivir mejor. Eso me parece increíble. Y me siento muy feliz porque les enseñé las cosas que sé y les ayudé con su trabajo. Julián Meconetzin Rangel Sosa lives in a Colman with his mom. He's working to rebuild his piñata business as Mexico recovers from the global pandemic. Julián is inspired by his father, who played an important role in the business before he passed away from COVID. Julián still makes piñatas in his favorite bright colors. This story was produced by Lexi Harrison Cripps, who's based in Mexico City. And thanks to Javier Basurto, who voiced Julian's story. We'd love to know what you learned about Mexico's culture in this episode. You can write us an email at podcast at duolingo.com and call and leave us a voicemail or audio message on WhatsApp at plus one seven zero three nine five three nine three six nine. Don't forget to say your name and where you're from. Here's a message we recently got from Luke in the United States. I really love the story of the bike nomad. It's a great example of a very successful man who puts passion and service above money, and I really was interested in that. Thank you so much for the podcast, and keep them going. Thank you so much for listening, Luke. That episode was inspired by listeners just like you. If you liked this story, please share it. You can find the audio and a transcript of each episode at podcast.duolingo.com. You can also follow us on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite listening app so you never miss an episode. With over 500 million users, Duolingo is the world's leading language learning platform and the most downloaded education app in the world. Duolingo believes in making education free, fun, and available to everyone. To join, download the app today or find out more at duolingo.com. The Duolingo Spanish podcast is produced by Duolingo and Adonde Media. I'm the executive producer, Martina Castro. Gracias por escuchar. <laughs>